Dr. Gwen Show, where you come to be inspired, educated, and empowered to live a passionate and effective life on purpose. The number one podcast show for inspiring women. This is the podcast where we support you in living your best life ever, even while raising happy, healthy kids. Tired of feeling stuck in a rut with nowhere to turn for resources and advice? We can help. Achieve your best life ever by listening to our podcast show. Introducing the woman who believes it's possible to be totally fulfilled in all circumstances of life. The host of the Dr. Gwen Show, the Dr. Gwen. Welcome to the Dr. Gwen Show. This interview is with Charles Nguyen. And you may recall two or three years ago, we had Charles on our show. And at that time, we were talking about finances. And at this time, we still are talking about finances and the mindset and all of the other elements that go along with that. Now, Charles himself has been in some financial ups and downs. Though he made a lot of money, he couldn't keep the money. And he discovered something really, really profound about the mindset piece, which I hope you will cue into. So you want to listen for that. Then also Charles walks us through the step-by-step process on how to realize your dreams and your goals. So the topic for a discussion is money, dreams, and you. And you will see how he intertwines that money piece with the mindset and all the other elements, including the network that you need to help you achieve a goal. If you are in a situation where you find that at the end of the month you don't have money left over, this is a really great interview to listen for as he drops some nuggets during the interview on what you can do about that. What I have done is I've transcribed the summary of this interview. If you're listening to the interview on iTunes, I invite you to go over to my blog page to read the summary of the interview. Also, if you're listening on Podomatic, you also will need to come over to the website at thedrgwen.com backslash blog, which is T-H-E-D-R-G-W-E-N.com backslash blog. And there you will be able to see written summary and you can jump ahead or rewind according to the timestamps that are represented on the blog page. And before we do actually get started, there's something I really must mention to you. We are not providing financial advice. We are providing financial education. And it's really important for you to check in with your own financial advisor to implement whatever strategies you may come across that you may be interested in. So let's tune in now and listen to Charles. Welcome, Charles. It's good to have you again. Thank you. So today we are going to be talking about a topic that interests a lot of people. And I know for sure there are a lot of women who, because they have had issues in their relationship and they have had to be separated or divorced, they may find themselves in a condition that is less than anticipated and less than what they would desire for themselves and their children. So the topic of money is a very, very pertinent topic, not just for women, but just for everyone. And so I'm really happy that you're able to join us here 
to talk about this topic. So, Charles, tell us, how did you first become interested in this whole field of finance and money? Well, after being in the financial field for the last uh, 25 years or so, I mean, I actually got my finance degree um, well, almost yeah, almost 30 years ago, and I realized that in school they don't really teach you about personal finance, about managing your money. So after up and down, um, going through hard time up and down with my money, I see how it's got a big impact on my relationship, on my dream and goals, uh, and I realized that, wow, this is the thing that not only I'm, I'm mastering for myself, for my family, but I realize there's a big need because I find out that over, what, over 60% of family, uh, I mean marriage, end up in divorce. And the number one reason for divorce is usually, usually finance-related. And I realize, I also find out that usually when uh, a marriage gets divorced or something, uh, when a family, uh, the woman usually end up with the children. Mm-hmm. And I find out that most of the time, the, uh, the woman and the children end up in a less uh, advantage uh, financial situation. Because usually the man make the money and they manage the finance, and because we are not taught on handling the finance, I I really have compassion feel for the the woman and especially for the children because they are innocent. They they didn't do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. So. I think that's really great and very fantastic too that you have you're actually talking about then your experience of how you lived it and how it's worked for you. And the one thing I find is that as humans, we have such a similar vein of thread that runs between and among us as humanity that no matter where we are and no matter who we are, one person's experience can certainly touch the life of another person's experience. So I'm very, very excited that you're able to share here with us about this topic. Now, you you say you have a four-year degree and you studied financing a while back, and I know this is not generally the focus of the discussion, but it seems as though uh, the colleges and the universities leave quite a bit of stuff out of the curriculum that could benefit people. Now, you have found the gap, and you've obviously plugged that gap to not only help yourself, but to now turn around and educate and help other people. Can you share a little bit about your experience with how that gap affected you and how you were able to turn that around? Yes. Um, Well, especially um, a way back, remember, in the, the financial crash back in 2008, also, well, at that time, I lost my business, uh, I lost my home, and I almost lost my family. Um, you know, I was really down and out, and you know, I said I said a prayer. I 
I pray that, God, if you get me through this, I will follow the plan that you have for me. And, and thank God God answered my prayer. I actually, um, you know, I found out that during the mid of uh, devastation, my wife came up to me and my wife said that, look, it doesn't really matter. We lose the home. We lose everything as long we have each other, as long our kids are healthy. That's what always matter. So from that, I took the strain. I turned it around. And I was really frustrated because I asked myself, I'm a financial guy. How can I get into financial trouble? Mm-hmm. And that's when I, I listened to this in the void. I listened to this void uh, from God. And God said that the reason I have to go through this is so I can have compassion uh, for people and develop tools and resources to help a lot more people. And, and, that when, and that's when I realized, oh, okay, what is really missing here? I mean, we have financial advisor, uh, financial planner, but I what I find out missing is that most financial advisors are nothing more than a salesperson for some type of financial institution. And the, the main thing is the pushing product. And I've realized that, yes, some of the products are good, but some of the product it might not be appropriate for a person. And you don't really know that into down the road to see how your financial perform. And I asked myself, what is it really missing? And I really see that the missing part is, is the, the education that you need to make a better financial situation, I mean, better uh, financial decision. And I related that the financial part affects in every part of your dream and life. Because I look at myself doing the devastation, I go, that does my children, if I won't change, that my children going to end up in similar fate, you know, without, you know, having uh, the, making the, the knowledge, to, the, the, the financial wisdom to make the right decision. But more importantly, are they going to be uh, having trouble uh, affect by following the dream and goals because I find mm-hmm. out that every dream, right? Every dream, if you think about it, every dream that we have, it has a price tag to it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so everyone has a dream and every dream has a price. So the question is, how are we paying, uh, paying for that price? Ooh, for that's that a really, goal? really great question. And I want to go back to something you said earlier about the mm-hmm. challenges that you went through and that how it gave you compassion so that you're now able to develop this educational program to help others. And, you know, that's a very poignant statement that you've made because the thing about it is I just put out a quote the other day that says that every single struggle and every single, quote, unquote, pain that we have is completely intended to bring us to the mission and the vision that we're supposed to participate in here on Earth. So if we look at those struggles a little differently than, oh, my gosh, this is so much, why is it happening to me, and turn it around and say, oh, wow, I know that from this experience, though it's painful, though I hate it, though I would not want to go through it again, If I were to just 
resolve to be open and to be in the flow of the moment, there are some great things that I can learn to not only turn my life around, but to help the other people that I am here to serve. So that's just a really great point. The other thing is, and I don't know that I did say this at the beginning, but I want to say it now, that this program is not intended to provide financial advice to anyone. This is an educational program. So the information that is being provided on this show is solely for your educational purposes only and is not intended to give you any advice as to what you need to do. So you're going to run all of the information by your own financial advisor and make the appropriate decision. So we have to get that disclaimer out there so people are aware of what we are about. So yeah. you now, Charles, you're, you've developed these educational programs that will help people, and you said every dream has a price. So we're talking today about money, dream, and you. So what is the first step that you would want to provide to anyone and even our women out there to begin to visualize or to begin to lay plans for their dreams? Mm -hmm. Well, I realized that you know, going on our path of life, right? And usually I find out here's the balance that people uh, constantly have to balance, right? There's, there's two roads right, that people constantly struggle on. One is about making a living, surviving, and the other one is pursuing your dream, right? And sometimes in our path of life, it doesn't usually normally cross. Sometimes we just, hey, it, now it's just, hey, we just really have to focus on making a living because it's hard to focus on your dream when you are starving, you know, not, not putting food on the table. Mm-hmm. And I realized that people always have that struggle, and I look at it and I go, well, why does that have to be struggle? Why can't we have both, right? Mm-hmm. Because this is what I realized that, yeah, if you have, a big dream and goals, right? And I see this a lot of good-hearted people. They have a big dream and goal. They want to save the world. Uh, they want to change the world. But, you know, they're not even self-sufficient. They don't even have the, mm-hmm. the resources to even take care of themselves, let alone pursuing their dream, right? Uh, because if you have a big, audacious dream and you want to change the world, you have to have resources to help you pursue that dream. And then okay. you look at on, on then I also, Yes, and I also see on the other side, there's people that have money, I mean, a lot of resources, but they're missing, you know, living the purpose, fulfilling the dream, so uh, they live kind of like a lonely, miserable life, you know, it's got oh, it's yeah. money, it's buy them food, but it doesn't make them happy. Oh. Right. So, yeah. So I realize what if you combine both and what, what are the things that you need to do. And I, I think the, the, the first step to anything, well, even before the first step, uh, the reason why, do you know why that is so critical to pursue your dream? It, the, the reason why it's so critical, it's not about accomplishing the dream, but who you become as a person. Right? Absolutely. And to me, yeah, to me, the path of life is, is you know, is, 
I look at I, I when I teach I have this visual that okay we start our life we kind of like a like a kitten right we're helpless we need to be taken care of but what we meant to be is the lion and to, to me the lion represent full having full potential for, for fulfilling your purpose in life uh, pursue your full potential and become the king the queen and creating your them your kingdom right and if you are good queen and king your job is to serve the people to serve uh, starting with your loved one starting with community and starting with your uh, the, with the, I mean moving on to the society right? right so that's why it's so critical that through that path moving toward that path you have to set go and every go and every go require resources so the thing that you have to jot in mind, uh, I identify here are the resources that you need to manage, right? right. The yeah. first resource that you need to manage is your mindset. Mm-hmm. What you, uh, and uh, your mindset, how, how you think and what you believe in, uh, et cetera. And the second is your emotion, because that is where from your in- inspiration, your inner drive. Uh, the third thing is, uh, your body, how you take care of your body, because your body uh, demands performance. How you can perform is depend how you take care of your body. Uh, the fourth thing is money, uh, the, the material, the money resources, how you can use that uh, to, to pursue your uh, either uh, accelerate uh, or, or hinder is whether you have enough or, or, or lack of money. Uh, and the last thing is uh, really important is about your network, who you surround yourself with, right? And to me, in order to accelerate all, uh-huh. No, no, I, I said completely, yes, I'm agreeing. Okay, yes. Mm-hmm. So in order to accelerate this, the three things that you, uh, I came up with is that you manage is, is what I call win. I call it the win method. Is W-I-N, uh, and the win stands for, W stands for wisdom, the I stands for inspiration. So wisdom is not just knowledge. Wisdom is knowing exactly, uh, it, it's about using how to use that knowledge in, in, in a certain order so you can get the maximum uh, fast result. And, and the second part is inspiration. Because, you know, we, even though, let's say, everybody gets the same education and wisdom, but how come some people accelerate more than others? And to me, it's about the inspiration within. What inspires you? And usually the inspiration usually coming from caring and loving for somebody else, something that beyond yourself. So to me, when I went through the trouble, I mean, I wasn't. I mean, I wasn't worried about me. I, I know that I somehow I can survive. But you know, when I look at my kid's eyes and say, "Oh my God, I did this. I'm how how can I? I mean, I'm a great father. Uh, I'm supposed to be a great father. How can I let this happen?" Right. So when I look at that, the, the pain of not taking care of your loved one, and I think that's our number one fear. You know, as a good parent. Is, is that uh, that we not be able to take care of our loved ones, right? So something, so 
when you want to accelerate this, your wealth, building wealth and pursuing your dream, you have to find that inspiration. And the inspiration comes from within and usually coming from a love for somebody, a love for, for God, a love for humankind, a love for your loved one. That's how you find that inspiration. And, and the third key to uh, is, is the end, which is then from the network. Because the network is so critical. The network is where you can 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 get the uh, the what you call the wisdom. The network is where you can get the inspiration and the accountability, hold you accountable and inspire you. And that's the three critical thing. How why we should uh, pursue our dream and this is how we accelerate it. Mm. That's really beautiful. It reminds me of a, a model that I just recently developed called the ACT Breakthrough Cycle of Success model. And I'm not going to talk mm -hmm. about it here on the show. I have a blog for it, and I created a free online course that will help people to walk through those components, and they're very similar, completely similar in terms wow. of the inspiration, mm -hmm. in terms of... Um, looking out for other people in terms of looking yeah. out for not just yourself, but for your family, for your community, and, and the world, like expanding, going out and expanding mm -hmm. on how to produce breakthrough performance. And, of course, there's that desire or passion that has to be a part of it. Otherwise, you're just going to be a rich, miserable fool, so to speak. You're just yeah. going to be miserable if that passion piece is not a part of it. So it's very, very eye-opening and very inspirational to see you have a similar model touching on the different areas that completely overlap. I want to ask you yeah. about the mindset piece. I know a lot of people have a very poor mindset when it comes to money. Yeah. In fact, there is, um, I remember uh, a training by Harv Eker talking about the money blueprint. And people mm -hmm. yeah. have a blueprint that they come to the situation with. And that blueprint limits mm -hmm. or it, it expands, depending on how it's set, the capability for making the, your dream come through. And I tie that back completely to our subconscious mind which is a part of the model yeah. that I talk about. And that subconscious mm -hmm. mind has a lot of things ingrained in there from our past learning, from our past experiences, or from our vicarious experiences that we've seen other people go through. And we formulated an idea about our abilities based on what happened back then in the past. Now, talk to us Correct. about that mindset and that blueprint and, and what can people do to change that money blueprint so that they can begin to have some success. Yeah. Yeah, I realized after going through uh, uh, financial up and down, you know, I make a lot of money and, and then I lost a lot of money. I make a lot of money and I got into debt. And going mm -hmm. through, I remember one time I was going through uh, counseling, actually, it's kind of funny. It's a funny story. Actually, first, when I was in financial trouble, I reached out to a financial advisor, right? And after they evaluate my finance and, and they, they say, oh, you don't have that much. And actually, she 
declined me. She actually didn't even say it to my face. She actually sent me a note and said that uh, it's not her to advantage. Uh, uh, it's not advantageous for her to work with me because I don't have no money, right? Mm. And I go, oh my God, you know. I mean, when I needed the most, she not gonna help me, and that's when I realized. Uh, so I had to seek out a solution. So I went to I remember credit counseling. So then they make me take this money class, and one of the class, I I, I something light up aha, and I realized, oh my God, I had a lot of negative association with money. Because I find that when I was young, my parents had money. You know, my dad do, does really well, but he lacked the relationship with the family, the closeness, right? So I equate in my head a subconscious mind that if I'm going to have money, a lot of money, then I don't have close relationship with my family. So I realized subconsciously that when I start making good money, I started to sabotage myself because it's saying that, hey, if you start making a lot of money, then you don't have good relationship. Right? Yeah. So I find out that no realizing that you have to ask yourself, what what negative association that I have in the past about money? And usually huh. it's around how we are raised up, you know, and by our family and mainly a lot about how our family, whether they say, well, uh, money is good, or the other word that I what the, the typical disempowered belief that I believe that people usually have is what money is it, evil, right? And mm-hmm. or the root of all evil, right? And that is not totally true at all. Uh, it's not. And and when I a couple of years ago, I actually took uh, Crown Financial. I took the the course in in uh, at that church, and I learned more about. How God talk a lot about finance. I, I mean, matter of fact, in the Bible, God, uh, there's over 2,200 verses deal with finances. Right? It's so important that because God say it's not about it's not about money that is the root of evil. It's the love of money. Mm-hmm. Because what He's saying is that you cannot have two masters. You either you know, love God or, or whatever you, whoever you believe in, you know, the higher sources, or you love money. And it's not about the money. It's about money. It's just a tool and resources. And your job is to, uh, to manage it well, right? And the more you manage it well, then, uh, then the more resources you allow or, or more resources that you are entrusted to. Right? And the key to, uh, we call it managing well, uh, is about learning about the principle, how money works and how you use the tools. It's like you're using any tools, right? Like let's say driving a car, for example. Driving a car, you need to learn the basic driving car and you get a license and you get to drive a car, right? And I realized that well, what about managing money? Did I really, we ever get a license <laughs> and learning how to manage our money? We don't. And oh. it's, it, it's so critical. It's affecting every part of our life, but we never really learn about it. Barely, indirectly, right. uh, and sometimes where we, we, we make mistakes, but that's a hard way to learn. And even though you make mis- learning about make, making mistakes, uh, managing your money, that doesn't mean that you learn how to do it right. You might learn, you might, you know, do something else and make another mistake. 
So that's what I realize how, uh, if you look back, how the mindset really affect us about viewing or managing our finance well. Mm, pretty good stuff. So I'm, I'm going to come back to the managing the money piece in a minute. I want to sure. just um, talk about what you summarized so beautifully about the association that we mm -hmm. have with money or that people have with money and people thinking that yeah. money is evil. Money is a necessity mm -hmm. and people think that uh, the association that you have with money will really determine how money flows to you. And if, yeah. if you feel that money is such an issue that you are going to, you will do absolutely anything, good or bad, to get it, then I think that's where the evil comes in. As yeah. far as living and as far as enjoying life beauties, not, not talking about nature and stuff, but just being able to take your family on vacation and to relax and enjoy some of the, the luxuries of life. And as far mm -hmm. as helping others, like reaching out uh, and starting even a yeah. nonprofit organization or making contributions to those organizations, you, you need money to do that. Mm -hmm. I cannot exactly. tell you one person who is, moneyless, like they are very, very lacking in money that uh, with no food or anything that, that is feeling fulfilled. It's a torturous situation for people to be in. So people would just need to flip that script a little bit and look at their association with mm -hmm. money. And it's quite interesting, you know, that you were able to discover that going to that training that you had that association with money and the sabotaging yeah. that goes on. And so that subconscious mind is so completely powerful that even when you are, well, usually all the time when you're not thinking about it, it's running in the background, completely controlling yeah. everything that you do. Because 90 to 95% of the things we do come from our subconscious mind and we think it is our conscious mind. And... It's even yeah. more than that for people who are not aware. For the people who are completely unaware, it's 99% of that. That's coming from their subconscious mind. So I am just so thrilled yeah. that you've raised that, and hopefully people are able to pause a little bit and make an association with what association do I have with money that may be stopping me right now. Clearly that's something for them to work on, for us to work on to look at how we're associating with money. But you touch on something that is very practical, and I want to be able to leave our listeners with practical steps that's going to advance them. Yeah. So you said one of the things is they don't know how to manage money. How do mm -hmm. you manage money? Well, the first, when on the path of fulfilling your dream and goals, so... Mm -hmm. The first part is identify what are your dream and goals, right? And I usually have a client, usually I have my client do the whole following homework, like uh, um, writing down your dream and goal in the term of what do I want to be, to mm -hmm. do, and to have, right? So, uh, and then when you write down that dream, let's say I want, I have a dream, one, one of my dreams is to be a speaker, right, and spreading 
uh, speaking on finance. So when I identify that, uh, well, what does it take? What resources? So when I write down my goal, I want to be a speaker, and then I start breaking down the goals, right? And I ask myself, what resource do I need to get there, right? So same thing to do, let's say to do. Let's say I want to have a vacation with my family uh, uh, at least twice a year. Well, what does that vacation look like? How much would it cost? Where would I go? How much would it cost? What type of resource, right? So every, when you start writing down your, what do you want to be, dream, and have, uh, you break it down to what would it cost? What kind of resource would it take for me to get that, right? And when you start to quantify it, uh, and clarify it, then you have a more clarity, okay, what are the different resources you need to take in order to get there, right? So that's the first principle of uh, learning about money and how the money serves what you want to accomplish. Okay. So people would need to sit down and make uh, a list, more or less, like a vision of yes. where they want to go and who they want to be and yes. what do they want to have, and then make a money association with that. So what is the next step that yes. you would, you would uh, recommend? So the next step after that is when you, when you write down and quantify it, right, put a price tag to it, right? And, and think of it not just physical money part, but you're looking at managing resources, right? So earlier I talked about resources. I asked yourself, okay, if I'm going to give, uh, pursue that dream and go, what resource do I need? So what the kind of mindset do I need to adapt, right? What kind of inspiration um, uh, that, I, that I need to, to get me there, right? Uh, what kind of, uh, we call knowledge, do I need to instill myself? Who do I need to hang around with? Uh, what time... Uh, how much time do I have to spend on a consistent basis uh, to work toward uh, going there? So when you start identifying those resources, then you have a clear idea, uh, and then and then take that and put it on your agenda. I mean, on your calendar, right? So when you put on calendar that okay, if I want to go on vacation for the next uh, in in. Uh, in December with my family to Hawaii, for example, I start identifying the resource I need. Okay, I need to save this much. I need to worry about, okay, the time slot or uh, when, uh, when I can go and when my kids can go and when my wife can go. So I allocate all those resources and I go, okay, uh, this is what I need to do on a daily or weekly basis to get me there. Right, so you're taking like baby steps uh, daily, one step yeah. at a time to get to that end goal. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now what's next? Yeah. Do you have something next beyond that? Well, what, one, of, one of the things is that if you, in order to accomplish any goal, you have to monitor it, right? You have to have some type of way to track it, right? And in finance, we do have always have different tracking me mechanisms, right? So, for example, like using um, Quicken or QuickBooks to manage your finance, right? And all of this is about keeping track, right? what, what you're spending. And if you look at it, for example, Quicken 
it's for more personal finance, QuickBooks more for like a business. And, and if you really want to accomplish your, your dream, treat like all your dreams kind of like almost like a business, like you're running a business, right? And usually a business have a certain objective or goal in mind, and the purpose of business is to make a profit. So the purpose of your pursuing your dream and goal is to find to make your dream realized uh, and and have the resources to do so. So keeping track, having some type of way that you can track your finance uh, and track your dream, uh, what your your action step uh, action step. So in the money, in the way of managing our finance, develop something that you can keep track. So I mean, even nowadays they have a app on your cell phone um, that you can go to. Uh, I believe it's called Mint. Then all it does is keep track. Okay, I'm spending this on that. So, so when you look at that, uh, what do you want to accomplish? Uh, your dream and goal. You ask yourself. So you track each day that. You know, what you spending in, let's say, a more practical matter is what I'm spending going toward my dream and goal or just going somewhere that doesn't really mean anything to me. And I think that's the bigger issue that most people have is that they're spending all this money, but they have no clear idea why do they need to spend it because they are conditioned by society. Oh, you need this, you need that. But really... Do you really need it? Does that align with your dream and goals? Mm, really good stuff. So, you know, you you touched on two uh, things that I actually was thinking about. You said Quicken for personal finances, QuickBooks for business, and then I thought Mint, and you yeah. said Mint. So that's great. I know Mint mm -hmm. is a great system to use to be able to help you to track. Now, yes. the question that I have is about limited finances. You know, that's the talk that a mm -hmm. lot of people have these days. Um, I don't have make yes. enough money. I can't save anything extra. I, uh, I, don't, I have more months left at the end of the money or some statement like that that people say. And I think the mm -hmm. answer is tied up partially yeah. in some of the things that you just said. But how would you expand on that? How could people find resources that they didn't think they have to save towards their dreams and their goals? Mm -hmm. when, I do, when I was doing retirement planning, for example, right? This is for their future and stuff. Uh, and the number one excuse that people gave me, well, I don't have money, right? I will do it when I have the money. And, and to me, I, uh, I told them, I go, the reason uh, that you don't have a saving plan or financial plan or whatever, the reason you don't have it right now because it's not a must for you, right? Because we always have make enough mm -hmm. to fulfill our must. So, for example, you have a house to pay right now. You have a car payment. You have a certain must that you somehow, somehow create every month, right? Mm -hmm. So, if you want your dream and goal, the question is that in order to, let's say, move on to the next level, whatever the next level, is that a must for you? Until it is a must, people always, uh, what do you call it, get distracted. Because I, I give people an example. Let's say... If 
if the retirement plan or a saving plan is not in their must or in their uh, priority for the monthly, yeah. I can give them an extra $1,000 a month or an extra $10,000 a month. They might just spend it anyway into, into other area because, because they don't have the mindset for saving uh, um, into the retirement plan. So they will suspend whatever they reacted to. Right, what they whatever they feeling and and whatever they feeling or create whatever that urgency might not align with what they really want because I've seen people what making what how how can they making thirty thousand dollar a month right consistently I remember this when I see a lot of mortgage broker and different people making thirty thousand a month how come a couple of years later they uh, end up broke losing the house and owe the IS a bunch of money. And I, huh. and I asked myself, where does that all the money went, right? And until you have a clarity of what your goal, your dream and goal, and, and, and if that is um, absolutely must for you, it's hard, it's easy to get distracted because we are bombarded every day, get advertisers from, from marketers saying, hey, you need this, you need that, you need to buy this, you want to be happy and this and that. And most of it, you don't really need it. Completely. I so agree with that. And what I hear you saying is the key to all of this is identifying what those dreams and goals are and making those priorities. That every decision and every Correct. choice we make should be keeping yeah. those dreams and goals front and center. So if we're going to buy something, we need to ask ourselves, does this fulfill my goal or dream? Or whatever we're going to do, we make that a priority. And I know when I, when I coach clients on their passions and living a passionate life, one of the main things we mm -hmm. talk about is the importance of choosing in favor of your passions all the time. That is completely how you live a life that is free and happy and weightless. And so I see, I hear you're saying the very same thing when it comes to making plans for what you want to be, what you want to do, or what you want to have. The goals and the dreams need to formulate the front and center of whatever it is you're about to do. So don't go buy that big screen TV when you have a smaller screen TV that could serve the purpose in the meantime to get you to where you want to be, do, or have. Because that's looking towards something that's bigger for your future where you can buy many big screen TVs later if you follow exactly. the plan. Exactly. Right. I, I get that completely. So now there is one other uh, question that I have uh, in terms of, Sure. getting on the journey to making a difference in the world. How do you represent mm -hmm. that? Like, it's like being wealthy on their journey to making a difference in the world. During that journey, you know, when you come to talk about financial management to accelerate, I, I always find a way to accelerate things. And, you know, when it accelerate any wealth building, going to the journey, managing your finance, you know, the three areas that you always constantly have to manage when it comes to money is, one, the making money part, right? Yeah. 
So you identify what vehicle, what resources, how you can can increase your your making a living, right? And I, I know I know you teach it on this because you teach uh, women about starting their own business on top of whatever existing job or different vehicle that they're doing yeah. right now to generate income, right? Yes. So it's important to focus on on okay, what are the different ways I can generate making income? But that's not enough. See, the problem is like I find the next step is about, well, how are you keeping it, right? Because mm -hmm. making it not, it's, it's not, it's not enough. Because I see people make a lot of money, but they don't keep anything. Where's all that money gone to, right? Mm -hmm. So part of the keeping is learning how to manage it, how to track it. Is it what you're spending on? Uh, is it going toward your dream and goal or going toward something that doesn't really matter to you, right? So that's one way. The other way is like you, you, when you really start making money, are you uh, finding way to reduce your taxes, right? Mm -hmm. your, your otherwise, you know, I find out that most uh, business owners, when they start making good profit, like I, I find out half of it actually go to taxes. So can you imagine you work your tail end the whole year and you have and you actually have to divide half your profit toward you know the government so you have to learn about about money about how to save on taxes and the third thing about protecting whatever you're making and, and protecting your asset because if you don't look and protect your asset then uh, then there's uh, what we call a creditor or what I call debt and stuff uh, going to take a big portion of, of you know what what income you're generating you know yeah so that's the, the, the two area and the third area is from from what you keep how you leverage that and to grow it so you know you teach me you probably teach people how to do that is if they take that money and invest in their business uh, in their education uh, then they can grow the money. Then they can really leverage their, their time and, and, and effort and generate uh, a larger income that they they would never have had. Because otherwise, if you have a job, you're pretty much trading time for money, and we only have a limited amount of time. Completely right. Great. And I guess that also, too, addresses the question of some people may say, well, I don't have enough money. I don't make enough money. It can be looking for mm -hmm. another source of income that will allow you yeah. to not trade time and money as you move through the future. And it's a not an all or nothing. People are thinking, well, I have to quit my current job to do whatever else. It yeah. could be that you work something mm -hmm. on the side, inside of exactly. your passion, right, and allow that mm -hmm. to yeah. eventually run on automatic so that you can make the income that you need. Charles, I really, really enjoyed talking to you. We covered quite a few areas here today about people pursuing mm -hmm. their dreams and knowing how to handle their money. We talked about the mindset mm -hmm. piece and how that is important for people and the, the various yeah. elements, the five parts that are necessary for people to manage their resource, the mindset, the emotional part, the body, the money, and the network. And we didn't get to touch on the network mm -hmm. a bit. I don't know if you would want to say a little bit about that uh, so that like 
we understand that it's very important who you hang around with. There's a saying that says uh, your income will be the sum of the five people you hang around with. Now, I don't know. People tend to say a lot of words, and they just say it because other people say it. And I haven't tested that mm -hmm. myself, but I know that is a saying that people um, speak about. But one thing I do know, it's important to hang around people who have the same mindset or who are going in the same direction, people who are visionaries, Correct. who are open, who are wanting to see you succeed. That much I know, and, and I know that type mm -hmm. of network is important. How do you reach out and find a good network of people to hang with? I did say the last question was the last, but I think this one is really important too. And I know that there may be some people who may just want to know. How do you? Yes. The way it is still always go back to your dream and goal, right? As soon when you end, you know, when you discover what are your dream and goal and the direction you need to go, then then you first start with your mind and send the signal out there, and then start asking around and and consciously looking around who are the people that already have mm -hmm. the dream and goals that you want to accomplish. You want to model them. Well, I remember when uh, the dot-com or the dot-bomb hit in 2000, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, I read the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and part of it, they say, hey, you know, go find a mentor. So I kept that in my mind. So I remember when I was in um, a direct network marketing company, and I saw this great leader, right? He had a good heart. He had what I wanted. And in my mind, I say, hey, you know, it would be great that he, I want him to mentor me one day, right? Yeah. So when I said in my mind and drew, and, um, drew out opportunity, he find out I have a unique set of skills. At that time, I was uh, helping people with their computer. I'm, I was really good with computer. So when he asked me to help him with computer, I made an offer to him. I said that, hey, if I'm going to do from now on, I'm going to do all your computer for free. Just take me under your wing and help me uh, and mentor me. And throughout the course of the year, uh, as when he mentored me, I started to think like him, uh, act like him, doing and generate the results. And even just hang around him, the power of association, association that people think, uh, you know, I'm successful, they actually give me, they come and give me opportunity and they invite me to different, uh, uh, give me different resources that I would never have had, right? Right. So one of the, to me, is finding, you know, that mentor and finding the group that, that encourage you that have similar dream and goal, either some of it they already have, because, for example, I know, like, I know you have, for example, a certain wisdom uh, experiences that I can leverage, that I can learn from, right? That can yeah. save me potentially 20, 30 years of the heartache and the headache that you've gone through, right? So I don't have to go through that, and, right. and I can learn what works and what doesn't work. And vice versa, you can leverage. You don't have to go through the financial hardship of losing my business, losing my house and everything to learn that from me. So I think that's the key of finding that mentor, finding somebody that you trust, that have a good heart, that have good intention, yeah. right? And, and that they're doing for a greater good versus just for their own selfish uh, benefit.
Completely. That is so great. It will be that you're going to lose some friends along the way because as you start thinking yes. differently, your old friends don't fit the mold anymore. They are not going to be aligned with where you're going. They may not see things the way you do. They may want to discourage you from taking the path that you need to take to get to yes. where you need to. And so it may be necessary that you have to just shed those friends and move on to something else. But I love what you did here, Charles. You made an offer before you requested to be mentored. And I think that's the key, uh, when yeah. the takeaway that people can take from this show is that before you go out and ask of anyone, give something first. So you really offer mm -hmm. to do the computer for free in exchange for that. And yeah. that's really, really a great gesture because people's time, it's valuable. And if, you, if I'm going to mm -hmm. be asking you to give me your time, then I need to create mm -hmm. some type of way that, that to compensate you so that you don't feel like you're taking away from where you need to go to contribute to me. So that's awesome. Now, exactly. Charles, if you, if you, really great. If you could summarize this then in some actionable mm -hmm. steps, what are the steps okay. that you would like to leave our listeners with? And before we get to that, okay. I want to give you an opportunity to say where people can get a hold of you if they need to either book you for a speaking engagement or other financial mm -hmm. education type stuff, where can they get a hold of you? Well, they can reach me uh, two ways. I mean, I have a website uh, called smartermoneyguy.com, smartermoneyguy.com. So it's S-M-A-R-T-E-R, -E money, M-O-N-E-Y, guy, G-U-Y.com. And so that's one way to reach me there. Another way is uh, my phone. You can reach me at 949-716-9002. Okay. Okay, great. And is there is that a Smarter Money Guy, the one that's currently under under construction? Yes. Well, I, I recently doing a lot because I, I'm, I'm in the middle of really expanding big because I find out there's a big need uh, need to help uh, children and, and, and families. I recently got together with one of my web marketers and we working to, uh, it's all revolve around, I I'm keep asking myself, what are the resources, tools and resources that a family needs to help them and help their children to pursue their dream. So yeah. everything I do revolve around that. Yeah. Right. And I also know you do some kind of college funding type program. Do you want to say also where people could find you for that or can they find you just the same place? Like you've given oh, that yes. phone number, because is that good enough? Okay. Yes, yes, because I find out that uh, yeah, a lot of on on the way to pursue the dream uh, is is providing finding money for college, so the children have 
have the education they need and the financial they need because most family end up with big what you call student loan debt afterward, right? So I wanted to prevent that. Uh, so I developed one of the resources they can find out more about that is moneyforcollegenow.com. Moneyforcollegenow.com. Mm -hmm. What I'm going to do is put it on my blog for this coming week. So I'll have the links there on this mm -hmm. uh, podcast there so that people can access the information. So very good. So now what are some actionable steps? To summarize all we've talked about for this last hour, what are some actionable steps that people can take away for themselves to begin to start planning for their dreams and goals? Sure. So, uh, oh, before, before that, can I give you another big nugget? Okay, sure, absolutely. Well, really, when we talk about mindset, because I believe that mindset is critical. And to me, the mindset, I have the three parts to the mindset about really shifting it, right? So one is you have to discover, number one, where is your mind setting, right? So what, what are your common beliefs, whether positive or negative? So you want to write that down so you know where it is at, right? And the second question is where it's going to be shifting to, right? So that shifting to is aligned with your dream and goal. So when you ask yourself, okay, what are my dream and goal? What do my mind need to be in order to shift there? What, what do I have to believe in? What I have to do on a consistent basis? What do I have to believe in? What will inspire me? So you need to find out where it's going to be shifting. So when you find a mentor or hang around with the right network, they will help you clarify on that. What do you need, right? So where are you shifting to? And the third part that most people don't really talk about, I call, it's kind of funny, I call mind, so mind setting, mind shifting, and the other thing I call mind shifting, right? And the reason I call mind shifting is just imagine that we accumulate all this crap in our mind, whether negative or disempowered belief that is still in our mind, we have to find a way to get rid of it, right? Uh, and to me, yeah, and to me, it's like, just imagine this. If you, 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 if you want to buy a new cloth and everything, if you, want, you have to clean out your closet, right? Otherwise, you don't have enough space and enough room. So if you want your mind to shift, you have to get the crap of your mind. So whatever you, you start writing down, whatever you feel, let's say, the negative belief that the thing that holds you back, you write it down, okay, what are the negative beliefs, the sound belief that I need to get rid of in order for me to accelerate and move forward, right? So I think that's on the mindset piece of writing down, documenting this is really critical. Uh, and then earlier we talked about writing down your dream and goal to be, to do, to have, and really break it down. And I would start out, break it down into like a one-year goal, start writing down, okay, the timeline for it, I want to accomplish. And one year is long enough uh, for you to work, but it's also short enough for you to kind of create a certain type of urgency uh, to get accomplished. So one year go, so when you pick out, okay, what are my one year go? That one really want to accomplish this year. What are my dream and goal? Uh, and break down the actionable step. 
And then after that, you know, uh, identify, okay, what are the different resources as far as what do I need to learn, you know, the wisdom, um, the time I need to put into it, how much would it cost, all this thing, all the different resources, who do I need to hang around with to help me accomplish this task or just go a lot faster. So when you start writing a lot of that down, so that gives you a lot of clarity. And then after that, then you have to see how you measure it, right? So in finance, you, you can use some of the financial tools, uh, QuickBooks, Quicken, and when you track it and you look at it and you, you okay, okay, I've been spending on this. Is that is this way I want to go? Or is this expense that doesn't serve me anymore? It might serve me in the past, but it doesn't serve me anymore. And I need to cut it out so I can allocate this resource to accelerate uh, with you know, my dream and go toward the action step of my dream and goals. So doing that right. is critical and, and if you want to hold yourself accountable and accelerate this process, then start picking and choosing who do you want to learn from, who do you want to be associated with, your network. And yeah. your network is going to help you with your wisdom, your inspiration, and your accountability. Completely. So that's, I am so That's how you create more win in your life. <laughs> absolutely. And this has been so phenomenal <laughs> that I get to talk with you again, Charles. I am so glad that you were able to join us and to give us these wisdom of our money, our dreams, and ourselves. And I hope that you, my dear listeners, as you listen today, you were taking very careful notes and putting in some strategies and plans for how you're going to be achieving your dreams, how you're going to be managing your money so that you can take care of you in the future. I thank Charles for being with us here on this interview. And once again, his website is smartermoneyguy.com. And if you look at my blog, I will be posting the transcript for this interview there so that you can get the details and the steps that he just outlined. And thank you so much again for joining us here at the Dr. Gwen Show. And this is Dr. Gwen empowering you to live purposefully and passionately.